Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone. But we can take it, we're short or brown or round or we're queer. I got a feeling we are on to something here. from King's Place in London. The Spontaneity Shop presents Global Village, the comedy panel show starring you, the hive mind of the audience. And if you worry, the trouble might be coming your way. In it together, I think that's what I heard the man say. I've got a feeling you're gonna be okay. Deborah Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, where we are inspired and fascinated by all the cultures and quirks of the whole globe. Imagine Trump. Now imagine the opposite of Trump. Yes. Now imagine a comedy panel show. And now you're briefed. <laughs> <laughs> On my left, playing for Offaly Irish, Offaly Hockard, and Gronya Maguire. <laughs> And on my right, playing for the Aphrodisiacs, <laughs> Sterling Butler and Johnny Cochran. <laughs> so, awfully Hockard, what makes you diverse? I'm French, but I sound kind of strangely Irish. Um, and I don't know any other French people that sound like me, so... You've just got a unique accent? Yeah, for no logical reason. Like, I don't know any Irish people, really. Gronya Maguire, uh, what makes you diverse? So I'm Irish mixed race. <laughs> and when I say I'm Irish mixed race, what I mean is my mum's people are from Galway and my dad's people are from Meath, so... <laughs> Sometimes I don't know who I am. <laughs> and so you do know one Irish person, she's on your team. Yeah. 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 We just met. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, the aphrodisiacs, Johnny Cochran, how are you diverse? I am diverse because I'm mixed race. My dad's Jamaican. My mum is an East End girl, East End of London. That's why I sound like this. Um, no, it's funny, right? I used to do like gigs because on the comedy circuit, there's a black comedy circuit. And on the black comedy circuit, sometimes the comedians will come out and do an impression of what white people sound like. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, like there's a guy who comes out. He's like, all right, Dave, all right, Dave, all right, Dave. The thing is, when I walked out and started talking, they're like, oh, he's into his white impression. <laughs> Yeah, I really like this stuff, yeah, yeah. By the end, it's just like, he never stops. <laughs> uh, and Sterling Butler, how are you diverse? Um, well, first of all, I sound completely different from anybody else on this panel because I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Hey! hey. hey. 
baby. Yeah. By the way, no one's from Atlanta, but just saying it like that, everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> so she's southern, she's a peach, baby. Yes. And I'm a drag queen here in London. Yes, thank you. Her name is Caramel, sweet, salty, and sticky if you're nasty. <laughs> wow. I don't know whether I want you to be on Queer Eye or Drag Race more. <laughs> but I definitely want to see you on Maybe both those shows. Ooh. Yeah, both those shows. I'm just annoyed he's stolen my whole thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I've noticed that our sass rating on this team has gone through the roof, and I'm not contributing to it at all. <laughs> and why are you called the Aphrodisiacs? Well, um... <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. I don't know. <laughs> Both got afros, different types. Different types. Yeah. I have a little high top going on, like a little fade, you know. It's yeah. cute. And I just let myself go. <laughs> <laughs> but you're both hot. That's what the dizzy axe is. And we're oh. sexual. Yes. Guilty! <laughs> <laughs> Making sure the scores are fairer than Marilyn Monroe's hair. In Pedant's Corner, it's Ned Sedgwick. Yeah. And bringing the beats, and I don't mean violence, on the keyboard, it's Mark Hodge. Yeah. Ned, have you had an internationally relevant experience this week? Well, I got drunk with a Chinese-Singaporean friend, and he's an absolute genius, and he revealed his plans to write a book about English people, but as if it was written by a colonial person coming to view them. And he just got really interesting about, like, sociology of, like, boarding schools and how we're fucking weird, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next day I was like, oh, you can write that book? And he was like, what book? I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I can't write this book because the whole point is it's not written by... Oh. Um, so, yeah, uh, everyone encourage Clement to write that book. Um, <laughs> that is it. Mark? Oh, actually, also somebody... Uh, <laughs> Asked me to show my belly button. Actually, I don't want to tell this story. <laughs> oh, you can't do that! It was, it was Gavino, and he was like, How are you diverse? And I was like, Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gavino Davino, he's been on the show. And I was like, Oh, no, very. He was like, Show me your belly button, see if it was an Indian outie. And he was like, Too hairy to tell, mate. So. Wow! <laughs> wow. situation. Yeah. <laughs> Mark makes us a piece of culturally inspired music for each and every episode. Mark, take away the cultural appropriation. Oh, I'm not sure I can. I was, I was trying to think of a drag name for Ned. What would Ned's drag queen name be? And now all I've got in my head is his hairy belly button. <laughs> well, hairy belly button's a better name than some. Hairy belly button. I think it should be hairy merry belly button. Oh, I'm annoyed this has become a thing. <laughs> okay, what about hairy merry navel? Hairy Mary Navel. Mm. That's it. And he has a uniform, like a naval uniform. What about so it could be Naval Harry Mary. What about Halley Belly Button? Hey! Oh, Halley Berry Button. Mm. Oh, okay. All right, well, we, we can keep that going. That can be a running gag. I think it should be just legendary. If you want to get it out of your head, Mark, just stop talking about it. <laughs> um, there is my. It's going to be too high. There is my darling, still always there. In the king's golden mansion Oh, bird of mine, oh my darling Why are you not coming yet? That's a Finnish folk song <laughs> And it's written to ask the question Why his darling is not coming yet 
obviously for a tea time show we can't use that lyric so we're gonna go what's the scores please ned will everyone do that what's the scores please ned and we'll use it the same as we did last time well done we go. first up is our themed round and despite this being a comedy show this week's theme will have you crying because it's alliums is it Alliums? Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, Alliums. Yeah. Like onions and that, but not many people seem to know that. No, Alliums. Does, does everyone know what Alliums meant? Yeah. yeah. No, oh, okay. well, we just didn't find a funny one. Okay. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The high vine gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. What is an onion child? <laughs> Off the Irish. Is it a child that just cries all the time? Like an onion would make you cry all, all right. the time. A weeping child. So when you cut the child open, it makes you cry. Most children open would make people weep. Or if you soak the child in water for a while, then you don't cry as much. We've got super nanny on the panel today, ladies and gentlemen. This is bringing back memories for Ned. <laughs> Awfully, do you back your teammate up there? I mean, yeah, I was gonna, I was actually gonna say that, but so I would add as well that so it's a child that you would avoid cutting. <laughs> child, so one a child who makes you cry, or a yeah. child you would avoid cutting. Mm-hmm. The ideally most children, if yeah. not all children, the aphrodisiacs. I was thinking, like, you know, when you get someone who's really self-involved and they're quite deep and they're like a multi-layered, like an onion. Mm. Uh, so, you know, just someone who takes themselves too seriously. Real Dawson's Creek character. <laughs> Hive mind. If you were in Indonesia and someone said, he's an onion child or she's an onion child, what would they mean? Ugly. <laughs> an ugly child. This audience is not holding back. <laughs> Stinks, ogre. ugly. An ogre. <laughs> what was that? Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> the child looks like Shrek. Yeah, it's a Shrek. Chubby. A baby born with hair. A baby born with hair. Oh. Oh. Okay. If the child stinks, buzz now. If you think an onion child is ugly, buzz now. Looks like Shrek, buzz now. Very specific idiom. Chubby, buzz now. Or is it a baby born with hair, buzz now? In fact, it's something or someone that people avoid, like the child who gets picked last at school. So as a grown-up, it could be like, oh, here I am, the onion child, didn't get picked for that project management thing again. And funnily, when you said, oh, that was you as a child, yes, I was picked last for sport, which is why I developed a middling sense of humour. So uh, (laughs) in some ways, being the onion child is good. And it does come from smelling. It's like the smelly one that the other kids avoid. Oh. But they didn't buzz for that, so not even a half point. Oh, so stinks would have been a close answer and you would have got some points. But sadly, you backed the wrong horse to use an English idiom. Mm. Do you know what that means? Um, (laughs) Why in some Buddhist traditions is it considered taboo to eat garlic? Awfully Irish. I think garlic, it can, like, stop you from being enlightened. Or, like, there's this thing where it's, like, the meditations are deeper if you don't eat, like, onions and garlic and stuff. Mm. So for deeper meditations, yeah. avoid that kind yeah. of food. I think it's something to do with the large vampire community <laughs> in Buddhism. 
It's not very welcoming to them. They came to try and achieve enlightenment, and then everybody's chewing garlic. They'll be like, I don't feel welcome here. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> so it's to include vampires into Buddhism, the aphrodisiacs? I think it might have something to do with encouraging kissing. Like, you know, <laughs> no one wants to kiss someone with garlicky breath. I've done it before. It was awful. I was good, but they weren't. Um, <laughs> and it's just a big mess. So I think, yeah, buddies just want to kiss everyone. Mm. Okay. Uh, hive mind. Why in some Buddhist traditions is it considered taboo to eat garlic? It's considered an aphrodisiac. It's considered Ooh. to be an aphrodisiac. That was said with some yeah. authority. In <laughs> whose mouth? Um, and you do mean a sexual stimulant, yes. not this team. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? It enhances behaviours like anger, which Buddhists would prefer to avoid. That sounded like someone was reading off Wikipedia there. <laughs> <laughs> really enhances anger. Anything else? Allergies. <laughs> what, because Buddhists have more allergies? Allergies to garlic and onion. Buddhists have allergies. <laughs> Are they more susceptible? What? No, no. Ah, mm-hmm. being inclusive of those who have allergies. Okay. It's very bigoted against French people as well. Because yeah. there's loads of garlic. That's like your national dish. <laughs> I don't mean that as a shade. I mean, you bloody love it. I feel like the national dish is more than just garlic. It's like they're really good cooks. It's not just like a bulb of garlic on a plate. Yeah, I was going to ask if you'd been to France recently. <laughs> so if you think it's to include those with allergies, Buzz now, if you think it enhances anger, Buzz now, and if you think it's because it is an aphrodisiac and they want to avoid that, Buzz now, you are correct. It's seen as an aphrodisiac. Ned, yes. can you tell us any more about it from your I card? I certainly can. I'm actually giving 10 points to this team as well. Yes. Because amongst <laughs> other Buddhist traditions, you are spot on. There are quite a few Buddhist traditions revolving around the relative heat of certain foods, where they raise your body temperature, and raising your body temperature makes you more liable to get a bit excited, if you know what I mean, and and also to get horny. Um, Is that why French people are so, like, sexy the whole time? I think that's also a stereotype. According to legend, how did St. David of Wales use leeks to defeat a British invasion? According to legend, St. David of Wales, the, the main saint in Wales, awfully Irish. <laughs> did they put it in all their food? So the English people were like, <laughs> and just went just, home. This is so bland. <laughs> we can't fight here anymore. I mean, a good question would be, why are the Welsh army catering for the British army? Last time we asked them to do that, that's for sure. (laughs) I was kind of trying to think of, like, how you could use leeks as some sort of weapon, and I was like, could they hit them with it? Or, or like, burn the leeks and, like, throw it at them? Mm -hmm. I don't know, some kind of weapon with the leeks. So a sort of fiery leak missile. (laughs) Okay, good idea. The aphrodisiacs? Well, I think this is a trick question. And it's actually, they put leeks into the British ships, so they sink leeks. But then I also realised that it's part of a landlocked country, so they don't need ships. (laughs) 
I don't know who Sir David is. I don't know what a leak is, so I'm lost. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Sir David is in fact Saint David. Oh, okay. Okay, so okay. you know what a saint is, and a leak is. Is that the food? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So this round is all is about it like the like... one that's shaped like like this. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you're listening so you at home, it Sterling Phallic Butler is on. miming a leak. <laughs> he looks like you know, he's just had some with garlic. two hands on it <laughs> at one time, and then you go up and down. Yes. Just, just so you know. Yes. Okay, good. Um, you booked a drag queen. What do you expect? I am a, I am a drag queen. What can I say? I like dick. I'm sorry. So, are you suggesting... I'm allowed to say that. Are you yeah. suggesting that St. David of Wales distracted the British Army... Absolutely. ...with lurid gestures on a leak? I win, yes? Yeah. You definitely... You win the whole game, Yes. Um, we all learned that St. David was a drag queen. <laughs> so interesting. That's a good drag name, actually. Mm. St. So David of Leek. Mm. Sure. Um, <laughs> hive mind. According to legend, how did St. David of Wales use leeks to defeat a British invasion? It identified the Welsh so they didn't kill each other. Strapped it to them. Yeah. So it was... So they knew who the Welsh people were because they were wearing leeks. Okay. <laughs> it was so they could tell each other in battle, if you had a leek strapped to you, you're a Welsh stereotype. Okay. Brilliant. Anything else? If the word strap-on is used, I feel it steps on the aphrodisiac's answer. <laughs> um, cod pieces. Uh, ditto. 15th century hackle. <laughs> <laughs> I think a better one would be, you need a spring onion, mate. <laughs> Anything else? Poisoned or leeks? They poisoned leeks. Oh, that's okay. smart. Yeah, by making the, <laughs> by making the okay. food so bland. Which was my idea. So if you think it was poisoned, the leeks buzz now. If you think cod pieces buzz now. And if you think it was strapped them on so that they could identify the Welsh soldiers, Buzz Now. <laughs> that is correct! <laughs> yeah, this, the... this tradition lasted at least... I mean, it's slightly apocryphal. This is the kind of legend and people suspect it didn't happen. But I think it probably did, because it's such a weird thing to make up. Um, but this tradition lasted at Have least... Have you read until... the Bible? <laughs> I, I read the blurb. Uh, <laughs> Just this, the review on Goodreads. Yes. <laughs> Two stars. See, it seems a bit peculiar. Like, um, anyway, this tradition lasted at least until the Second World War. Of Welsh soldiers in the Royal Welsh Fusiliers are pictured with leeks kind of as good luck. Wow. If you were in the Royal Welsh Fusiliers, up until fairly recently, one of the initiations was eating a raw leek whilst a goat was paraded around you. <laughs> End of the round! <laughs> Leaky things we said. What's the spot we said? The Aphrodisiacs are in third place with zero points. Offerly Irish are in second place with 10 points. And the Hive Mind are in first place with 20 points. <laughs> Imagine. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms! In English, we say, come on, it's not rocket science. But in Switzerland, they say, it's easy, much like rocket science. (laughs) (laughs) What is the meaning of this foreign phrase, which we have literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. In Arabic, they say, you have heavy blood. What does that mean? You have heavy blood. Awfully Irish. Is it like when people say they're like big boned, but instead with blood? So like you're not fat, your blood is heavy. Ah. So Sometimes of the month, my blood is definitely heavier yeah. than other times. One hundred percent. I understand that. I feel that too. The aphrodisiacs. I think it's like you're slow, because if your blood is heavy and it's running around you, it's taking a long time to get around you because it's so heavy. Then you can't do things very quick. It does make sense when you think about it, doesn't yeah. it? I, yeah. I was going to say, like, you have heavy blood, so get off my lap, please. <laughs> does that make sense? <laughs> I don't... Okay. Well, it depends why they're on your lap. I mean, that could mean a lot of things. Well, I, I mean, you know, like a, a thick man just sitting on your lap. You know I, don't, I don't know and that, he, to be a honest. A thick man so. has That's never happened heavy to me. blood, doesn't he? Or right. a heavy blood stream into his leak. <laughs> So you have heavy blood means you're erect. Okay, hive mind. In Arabic, they say you have heavy blood. What was that? A bad period. A bad period. Oh, Ooh, angry. a flow. You're in love. You're uh, Oh, hold on. Angry in love. <laughs> person of substance. Person of substance. You're surly. Oh, surly person of substance. Dehydrated. Oh, God. Good family. Good family. Mm. Soon you're going to have shattered all the things right. there are. <laughs> Okay, if you think it means you've got a heavy flow, <laughs> buzz now. You're angry, you've got heavy blood, buzz now. You're in love, you've got heavy blood, buzz now. Surly, person of substance. Someone who's stubborn, good family. Brave, big feet. 
I, in fact, it means you're boring or annoying. You're a heavy blunt. So you're like, like is it hard to be around? in the audience who shouted out Surly, do you know that? Yeah. Yeah, because Surly kind of is, it's that kind of boring and annoying. Did you say about someone who played fun at a party? Yeah. Oh. Oh, so you knew that? Yeah. Oh, you could have shouted out, I know this. <laughs> and then they, could, then they would buzz for it. You can <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I, can I, I just say, well, I think I've got that right. Because I said that it's a slow-moving person. They're slow. Now, what's more annoying than a slow-moving person? <laughs> Cash my check. <laughs> In Mayan, they say, you put a lot of cream on your tacos. What do they mean? Hold on, I, um, I have teams first. <laughs> you put a lot of cream on your tacos. The aphrodisiacs. They like things bland. <laughs> I was, was going to say the same thing. <laughs> real vanilla person. Let me go a little further. Uh, yeah, real vanilla person. They don't really like much, um, you know, big elaborate things in life. Just straight down the middle lane. Awfully Irish. You put a lot of cream on your tacos. Someone who, like, really enjoys life. I think it's a chat-up line. Right. I think it's like, you. you put a lot of cream in my crackers. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what but I mean. It's, it's, you put a lot of cream on your tacos, though, or you tacos. Put, you put a lot of cream on my tacos, wink. <laughs> oh. Okay, all right. I'll so see you up the Aztec pyramid later. Wait. <laughs> I've got some garlic in my pocket. <laughs> I thought you were just happy to see me. Some leeks on the side. Um, <laughs> Hive mind, in Mayan, they say you put a lot of cream on your tacos. What do they mean? Greedy. Greedy, you tell a lot. You, you, your story has too much detail. What was the next one? Too full of yourself. You're a drama queen. You are promiscuous. Or you've got it all wrong. These are now starting to sound like a series of heckles. You're a promiscuous drama queen who's full of herself. You've got it all wrong. <laughs> and here's the thing. I don't take any of those as insults. <laughs> Badges of honour. Okay, if you think greedy, buzz now. You tell two long stories, buzz now. Full of yourself, buzz now. Drama queen, buzz now. <laughs> Promiscuous, buzz now. All wrong, buzz now. In fact, it's you make a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah, I think I would have given half a point for someone who's dramatic because it's like, it's like queen, come yeah. on, mate, you're putting a lot of cream in your tacos. Like, give it a rest, mm. calm it down. So, it's, yeah, it's drama queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, good. But... I would love if being a drama queen was a registered disability. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? You could get your own toilet. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. Listen, I'm a drama queen. Deal with it. I need a day off work. <laughs> That's pretty much how I operate. <laughs> in Serbia, they say, don't pretend to be an Englishman. What do they mean? In Serbia, they say, don't pretend to be an Englishman. Awfully Irish. Is this something to do with politeness? Like, don't pretend to be polite. Um, Wait, does that make sense? you're really being passive-aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay. Don't pretend to find puns funny. <laughs> they're not like that. puns aren't funny I'm sorry guys they're just words that kind of sound similar that's it okay don't pretend to find puns funny like the English 
is it more related to like I'm thinking like football fucks, you know, like who might have like an England top on with Shagger '69 on the back, and <laughs> I just want a national ban on that kind of behaviour. So don't be an Englishman. So it's that literal. It's don't be an Englishman. Yeah, don't act like that. Uh, Sterling, you're not English. I'm not English, and I couldn't think of any good things, so I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Do you fear setting this audience against you? Yes, I don't want to turn the audience against me. <laughs> this is so silly. I'm coming out with outrageous answers that have no chance. I think you could deliver at least give us a chance. I here. love them. I think it's great. Right, we're going in okay, with Okay, you know them. what? Okay. I was, okay, I was going to say bland. Bland. <laughs> don't be bland. Don't turn Listen, on him. He didn't want to answer it. He did Listen. not want to answer it. And to be fair, English audience, compared to Sterling Butler, you are bland. <laughs> it's quite ironic that the aphrodisiacs have just turned you all off as well. <laughs> I think it's pretty hard to get a global pillage audience seriously riled. Really. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's really easy. They just don't win. And it is extraordinary how competitive this but show what, gets. But, but what are they going to do? They're just going to wave a guardian at you or something. <laughs> 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 Come on, let's not speak out of the Guardian. We're in their basement. Send a passive yeah, aggressive this tweet. Is, we are basically six feet below the Guardian at the moment, which always makes me feel like we're the comments section. Um, <laughs> in Serbia, they say, don't pretend to be an Englishman. What does that mean, Hive Mind? Don't give me vegetables. <laughs> okay, don't have a stiff upper lip. Try not to cry. <laughs> Stop forming a queue. <laughs> Stop apologising. Don't invade my personal space. <laughs> you don't have sun here. Don't overuse. Yeah, but when we go abroad, we have to because of the you know. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> Stop invading <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Stop invading Jesus. <laughs> Stop invading Jesus. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I've got I think of all the countries in the world, Serbia don't really have much of a leg to stand on. <laughs> <laughs> Take um, that out of the edit. Okay. <laughs> if you think it's don't give me vegetables, buzz now. Stiff up a lip, buzz now. Stop forming a queue, Buzz now. Stop apologising, Buzz now. Don't invade my personal space, Buzz now. Don't invade Jesus, Buzz now. You're wearing too much or not enough sunscreen, Buzz now. In fact, it's don't try and pretend you are innocent and have no idea what is going on. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. Um, we were invited various places. We stayed there for a bit, and then we left. <laughs> I don't see the problem. Uh, and it's the end of the round. Creamy tacos fed. What's the scores we said? In third place, it's still the aphrodisiacs. In second place, with 15 points, is Awfully Irish. 
and in first place, it's a hive mind with 20 points. The next round is the team's round. In this round, a member of each team has put together a question based on their own background or traditions. Who got their ears pierced as a baby? And who was brought up by parents who listened to the Lighthouse family? And which, if either of those things, is crueler to do to the ears of a child? <laughs> okay, so, awfully Irish, do you have a question for the hive mind? Okay, so if you were to arrive at somebody's house with one arm as long as the other, would you be being polite or really rude? Oh, and I think you need... Rude. 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 Do you... They need to know why. What it means is, if you arrive... Uh, uh, you, hold on, hold on, hold on. How are they going to score, though? Yeah. <laughs> because is it just rude or polite? You yeah. gave them a 50-50 shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's nice of you. Okay. <laughs> All right, so now please explain why. So they got it right? They got it right. They, they got, got it right. right. Well done. <laughs> why is it rude? Why is it rude, Gronny? Because if you arrive at somebody's house, one arm as long as the other, it means you're not carrying anything. Ah. You haven't got a present. You haven't brought them cake or something. Ah. That's really bad manners. That would have been the good bit to get them to guess because then you would have got points <laughs> and not them. <laughs> no, I am rubbing it in. Hive mind. Uh, my name is Zina. I'm Iraqi-Palestinian. Um, so in Arab culture, why do you break eggs around new or valuable things? Because it's sort of like a christening type thing where you're like welcoming a new fabulous thing into your life. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm from Essex. We used to go out egging all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Probably quite twin. Well, you just actually. don't like yeah, eggs. Yeah, hey, like it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, I would say, I'd imagine it's probably something to do with an egg representing new birth, new yeah. life, and so good I can't score points, obviously, but can I have a guess? Is it because it's like break a leg? It's like if I break the egg, I won't smash the car. Is it that? Oh. Transferring the good luck. Indirectly, it's puncturing the evil eyes. So with every egg you break, you essentially take out an evil eye that would put envy or jealousy on your new possession from other ah, people. So, so we won. I don't know. that. Did they get points for that? Do you think that what they said was anything like that, Ned? What, no. but he went out on egg houses in Essex? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> Aphrodisiacs, do you have a question for Awfully Irish? Sure, I have one. So in Atlanta, we have this expression uh, when someone walks by. It's like, ooh, she got a booty do. What does that mean? Okay, this is only for Awfully Irish. She got a booty do. She got a booty do. Or he got a booty do. Does it mean like he's due a booty? As in like, <laughs> he's got no ass whatsoever. He's due a booty. <laughs> it made me think of Kim Kardashian a lot. And I was, I was wondering, does it mean that you have a fake bum? Okay, all right. Allegedly. I mean, I, I was either of close. those. They're close. It's, close. Um, what's 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 the real answer? <laughs> it's when the stomach stick out more than the booty do. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> wow. So they didn't get it. So you get points, the aphrodisiacs. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the end of the round. Booty do is cred. What's the scores we stand? The Afrodisiacs are still in third place, but now have five points. Yay. Off the Irish are in second place with 15 points, and the Hive Mind are in first place with 25 points. Woo! 
Next up is the Smash the Patriarchy round. This is the round in which we ask a question about people who ended up winning against the odds. For reference, see every single ever film made by Disney. <laughs> There's only one question in this round, but it is worth double points, so if you're the losing teams, things might just be about to get spicy. After the re-election of a corrupt president in Peru, what did protesters spend months cleaning in Lima's main plaza? Not to the hive mind yet. We're still on the teams. It's, it's, Irish. it's something to do with Paddington Bear. <laughs> he's from Peru. His people are from Peru, so I think... <laughs> his bears are from Peru, to be fair. <laughs> That's his heritage, so I think it's something to do with marmalade. Marmalade? They okay. chucked marmalade at the, the president. Okay. That's not clean. <laughs> they cleaned up the marmalade because they got angry and they threw the marmalade sandwiches at him in honour of Paddington Bear. And then they tied it up. They went, we went too far. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to go with, Offaly? I don't know. I was trying to think of, like, what can you clean that would really, like, piss off someone if you were to clean it? And I was like, maybe they just, like, really cleaned the floors a lot so they became really slippery <laughs> for everyone. Aphrodisiacs? I think uh, they'd be cleaning their guns, like polishing their rifle, <laughs> just standing outside the presidential palace, just scrubbing your rifle. Going, no way, it's going to be nice and shiny for you, mate. Nice and shiny. That would intimidate anyone, definitely. Yeah. Um, I was personally thinking of something that is very hard to clean up, um, at least for me or for other people, and that's semen. <laughs> But that's a way of protesting. To, to make clear. I mean, hello. Like, if you mad at somebody, like, that's the good way to get back at them. Like, you know, just... <laughs> it's, it's like in um, Silence of the Lambs. That scene in Silence okay. of the Lambs. Yeah. Kind of... A hive mind. After the re-election of a corrupt president in Peru, what did protesters spend months cleaning in Lima's main Money. plaza? Money. The crotch of a statue. The crotch of a statue. <laughs> ah, so you, they wore away the crotch of the statue. What was the other one? Lama. Llama poo. Mm. It's all show them. Okay. Uh, anything else? The Constitution. The Constitution. I thought she said prostitution. Uh. <laughs> okay. Clean this up. Chewing gum. A lot of these are just really like, oh, <laughs> well, let's clean up some llama poo and some chewing gum. Money, buzz now. Crotch of a statue, buzz now. <laughs> Llama poo buzz now, the constitution buzz now, or whatever that last one was buzz now. Avocados. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't avocado. Chewing gum buzz now. Uh, in fact, it's the Peruvian flag. The protest gathered speed after direct evidence emerged of corruption and the president fled to Japan. Could you tell us more about this, Ned? Yeah, they had these buckets and they had flags and they were just washing. I think washing was a better word there. I think cleaning's a bit if wasn't you, very if fair. If you'd read it before today, then you would have been able to change it, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Next week in Pedant's Corner, Ned's brother Rafe will be appearing. Ned's dad is actually going to do it at the Hay Festival. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be interesting because he is the patriarchy. Uh, <laughs> if you think Ned's pedantic, wow. Uh, and if you think I'm white, wow. <laughs> um, 
but basically, South America, uh, Latin America in general, actually has the most amazing protest movements. So if you're ever bored and on Wikipedia, just pick a Latin American country and there'll be some incredible non-violent protests that the people of one of the countries have done in Chile, in Bolivia, Mexico. It's really heartening. I saw a documentary about the revolution they had in Argentina and they sang the whole thing. They sang the revolution? They sang, sang the, through? Yeah, Madonna, no book. Madonna led the revolution. <laughs> she sang the whole thing. It's incredible. <laughs> Round. Is that a quick fire round? <laughs> Hive mind, if you know the answer, shout buzz and then shout out the answer as loudly as you can. Fingers on buzzers, time starts now. Speed round. What Hollywood film was released in Brazil as Neurotic Groom, Nervous Bride? Ne- no, wrong. Uh, neurotic Groom, Nervous Bride? Uh, no, Annie Hall. In English, we say, I could do it with my eyes closed. In French, they say, I could do it with my fingers. Art may ask? Uh, no, close. No. Yes. Hold on, you're French. I was really confused. I thought for a second that we couldn't answer these and it was for them. So I'm going to blame it on that. But also I couldn't figure it out. So. <laughs> Everyone competing now, but they don't have to wait anymore. According to a poll in 2012, what is France's sixth biggest city by population? London. London is correct, yeah. but the okay. hive mind got their first offerly. Yeah, I'll get the What is the national flower of both Austria and Switzerland? Edelweiss. Edelweiss. Yes, Buzz Edelweiss is correct. Where was the Statue of Liberty built? Buzz, Buzz, Buzz. Buzz, Paris. Pa- Buzz Paris is correct. What is the city most visited by tourists in the world? Buzz, Paris. No. No. New York. No, Bangkok. Oh. Uh, Chinese market, guys. Who can yeah. get there? What is Gangnam? Gang, gang, it's style, yeah. It's, style. It's, it's not a style, no. It's a city, a city. No. No. Yes, it is a district in Seoul. Someone in the audience said a neighbourhood, so yes, that's fair enough. Finish this Russian joke about elections. Adam was so lonely, so God created one woman. And then God said to Adam... Not Buzz joined Facebook. <laughs> so Cambridge Analytica can take your data. Um, Adam was so lonely. God created one woman. God said to Adam, it's about elections. No, not good luck. He said, go on, take your pick. It's about elections where you've only got one person to pick from. And we're out of time and it's the end of the show. Belly button dread. The aphrodisiacs are in third place with 10 points. Yay! Copley Irish are in second place with 25 points. And the Hive Mind won it with 45 points. And it's the end of the show. And I'll leave you with this Portuguese word. Pessimentiro. It means someone who arrives at the house of a deceased person and appears to mourn at the wake, but really is just there for the buffet. <laughs> Please give it up for Granny McGuire, <laughs> Offaly Hockard, Johnny Cochran, Sterling Butler, Ned Sedgwick of Penn's Corner, Mark Hodge on keyboard, you the high mind, I've been Deborah Russell's White, good night. <laughs>
You've been listening to Global Pillage, hosted and created by Deborah Francis White. The questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. Music was by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was Chris Sharp. The producer for the Spontaneity Shop was Tom Zielinski. The program associate was Jessica Vosticue. Thanks to Zoe, Jacob, and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, visit globalpillage.net. If you don't get that joke and you're listening at home, just watch a Vita. <laughs> don't watch it. <laughs> I'm in that movie. Thanks, Sterling. <laughs> All right, Ava Perone. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.